0: Hello friends and thank you very much indeed for tuning in. My name is Paul. This is the Educators Wrinkled podcast. Uh, it's one month to go to the Great North Run. At the time of recording this, at the time of recording this, I'm literally looking at the words. <laughs> Great North Run. Um, they are emblazoned right on the side of the Time Bridge in Newcastle. I'm mean, Newcastle, by the way. Uh, and it says AJ Bell. Still don't know what AJ Bell, AJ Bell is. I think they sponsor the Great North Run. No idea what they do, but who knows um great north run and there it is right there in big big layers on the side of the very very famous time bridge in newcastle i think we're going to be crossing i think that's part of the course again still haven't done the appropriate research but there it is i've just sent matthew a message um an audio message of me saying it's all getting very real now and it really very much is it's a lovely place newcastle um I've been here for the day. It's full of very, very friendly people who all wanted to say hello to my dog. Um, and I was expecting more Great North Run stuff, but I guess that's going to be coming in a month's time when I think 60,000 people, including me and Matthew, <laughs> hopefully, will be taking part in uh, the Great North Run. I'm doing 13.1k, no, 13.1 miles, 21.1k, right here in this beautiful city by the side of this beautiful river. And uh, an equally reasonably priced travel lodge That I'm currently standing outside of So The theme of today's show This episode really is, is Things becoming real And The fact that this endeavour And thus this season of the Educators wrinkled Club podcast Is about to come to a stop A literal stop that will hopefully be On the finishing line of the Great North Run 2023 In this episode we'll check in with Matthew, we'll see how he's been getting on On his quest to run this alongside me, his friend Paul Who will give you some idea of exactly where we stand and discuss a few other things So without further ado, uh, I'm going to have a bit of a test run Alongside the banks of the River Tyne Am I at the banks or the side? I don't know Are the side the banks? I'm near some banks There's Lloyd's just down the road, dear me But yeah, I'm going to get a run done and we're going to speak to Matthew to find out where he's up to in terms of a potentially great North run. Right, we're here with Matthew. How are you, Matthew? I'm good, thank you. Uh, I gather you've got an exciting bit of post recently.
1: I have. It was unexpected, as in I didn't know they were coming out. Um, but yes, I have received my. Let me know what you call it. Your race number.
0: I think you call yeah. it your race number. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you the know what I wear on the day?
0: What What is your race number? Pass. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as as at the time of recording, we are three weeks away from the Great North Run. You've got your race number. I haven't got mine. Should I be concerned?
1: No, I think they're doing it. They're starting with the elite, and then they're moving down.
0: So Mo Farah got his first, then you, and then there'll be a significant gap, and then I'll get mine. Is that right? (laughs) Uh, Okay. I mean, honest, honest, honest response to this. How do how do you feel?
1: Nervous. Yes, it's it's actually made it real now. Yeah, because like all the emails and that you get and. Yeah, I blanked that. Uh, all the emails and everything, you get the emails, but they don't really... sum through the post, and then especially a race number through the post, it kind of like, oh, this is happening. It must be soon because they're printing race numbers.
0: So that's the number that you will wear across your chest as you cross both the start line and, God willing, the finish line, right? Yep. Uh, blimey, Charlie. I, uh, we need safety pins then, here's <laughs> the other thing. We need to attach this to ourselves with safety pins. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. I didn't think about
0: that. No, but I think, from a cursory reading of the event guide, that they provide you with safety pins on the day, that there'll be stations where you can pick these things up. Um, uh, Absolutely So, has this rejuvenated your training?
1: Uh, it's it's worried we're training. <laughs> yes. It... it In a way, I I was really happy with the 15 or so kilometres I did the other week. Um, But, yeah, it's making me worry and question if I've done enough and if I'm doing enough and all that.
0: I think that if you can do 15, you can do 21.
1: I say, I, I felt really good after that because... I turned round as well Yep. so like like I aimed for seven and a half or whatever it was, eight and then turned round whereas I'm not saying I could have kept going for the full 21 but I made a conscious response, right let's go home effectively turned round whereas like you just said, I'm sure I could have kept going more not necessarily have to turn round
0: I think you could, yeah. I think you could have kept going, and I think that, and because a few people have said, have you been able to run, uh, the distance yet? And the answer is no. I'm 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 building mine up to do a bit more, and then a break, and then a bit more. And I don't necessarily think we need to be able to do twenty one every every day. I think no. we need to be increasing, and th- I'm hoping I'm right in this. Let's hope you know this doesn't sound bad in. In the months to come, but I think if we just keep increasing what we can do, and then we save our, you know, big finish for the the big day. Does that sound right?
1: Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a good reason.
0: Did you see the picture of the medal that I sent you?
1: Yes. Doesn't it look nice? It does. It, it it's it's worth going through the run for it. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think I think, it, I think it actually is. Uh, there's that, and there's a the t shirt. Um, I went to Newcastle, by the way. You did? I did. And, and across the Tyne Bridge, it says Great North Run in very big letters. And that was exciting and frightening at the same time.
1: I can imagine. I've actually seen it, because so I see it till the day, me. And I imagine a lot of people want to see it till the day. Whereas it's quite scary if they're already preparing the area. Is that the word? Is that well, the free?
0: Yeah, I think they are preparing no, the area it. and then I think that basically it's it's remarkably central uh, and then I think you go out a bit, don't you? You go out into slightly less central areas and, and then come back in. I don't know. I'm kind of making that up. Do you know what the route is? I have no clue. No, we need to do that. I think possibly the night before, if this isn't yeah. going to be too scary, we need to sit and look at the actual
1: route. That does sound a good plan, actually, for the night before. Kind of distract as well, but... Not distract, but prepare, distract from just prepare. thinking, yeah.
0: Uh, with probably a bowl of pasta, is that what we decided on for the night
1: before? I think so. It seems to be uh, from people who are runners who I've spoke to, pasta seems to be the uh, the popular choice, the recommended
0: food. I think we need to be very careful about what we eat, and, and we don't go crazy. Do you want to know what Mo Farah eats? Before um, he runs.
1: Yep, I'm sure it's uh, not
0: like me. What are you willing to share with our listeners what you ate before you ran fifteen k? Four pound of chocolates. Yep, I mean something tells me that's not what <laughs> Mo Farah eats. Um, I mean, good work. Though. Well, well, it did work. And I, I think cabs are your friend, aren't they? But maybe not. Yeah. You don't need four friends? I
1: don't know. Well, um, it could be six on the day <laughs> if, uh, if it's a late start.
0: Ah. Yeah. So we start running at 11. And BBC coverage starts at 10. So I think there's an hour there where we could potentially be interviewed by... Is it Gabby Logan that does these interviews now?
1: imagine it's
0: someone sporty is well I've met Gabby Logan's dad so I'd be able to say oh. when he was assistant manager of my football team um, oh. I, I I had a conversation with him so I'd be able that's my that, that's what I plan to That'd say to real. distract her from the fact that we're clearly not ready to run the great north run should Should that happen but yeah do you, do you want to be on television no nope. okay <laughs> uh, Mo Farah's breakfast he has uh, coffee and cereal Oh, Frosties. He has Frosties for breakfast. I've had my Frosties for years. Well, they're, they're the choice of an elite Olympic athlete, so maybe we should. Um, sugar Rush to get him through the early part of each day. His lunch... I'm not really a big eater of large meals, says Mo. It's um, yeah, well, we differ. Yes. If I had a lunch, it tended to be pasta. So you know that would appear to be the right choice steamed vegetables and grilled chicken mm. uh dinner pasta again um which he describes as absolutely the right thing to eat so i think it's got to be pasta on it i think it is pasta isn't it yeah i think it probably is pasta um until then, do you plan to eat very healthy before the day or do you plan to eat to fuel increasingly long runs?
1: I mean, I could lie, but it's going to eat to fuel.
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think, I think that's, that's, again, that's wise, isn't it? Surely. Surely that's wise. Um, you know what you're going to wear? You planned yep. your outfit for the day. Are you going to do fancy dress? No. Nope.
1: Nope. Well, it's not to me whether people <laughs> deem I look to be in fancy dresses a different thing.
0: I think people will be impressed. And people will be impressed because you'll be wearing your uh, Educators Running Club uh, wristband, right? Yep. Which, as long as they, A, turn up on time and, B, look half decent, me and you and quite a few other people will be wearing on the day. It's quite And, and they're, they're the colours of the, the logo that you designed as well. should be good. It should be, be good. nice to wear. Absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, so are you 50 50 nerves and excitement, or are you more, one more than the other?
1: Um, no, 50 50. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I am nervous, but not. But I am also excited. It will be like the biggest. Well, it has been quite a lot of people's biggest run they've ever done, and but biggest thing is not like I'm just running it round the, where I live. Is it? It's biggest event. That's the word we're looking for.
0: I think it's the biggest event I've been to. Full stop. I mean, what's the biggest kind of live concert you've been to? Is it? Is it the Arctic Monkeys?
1: Uh, no, it's probably Live Aid. Oh, flipping it! Okay,
0: <laughs> how many people was that?
1: It felt like all of London, which... <laughs> was that when we stayed in? No, it was in Hyde Park.
0: It was Hyde Park.
1: Unless uh, I... well, I've been duped now. This is Live 8 too, I'm not old enough for the first
0: one. I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> this is the Live 8, was it called Live 8? Something like that, yeah. Okay, you've been very blasé about this big momentous event that you went to. But would that be more or less than 60,000 people?
1: Surely it was less. Surely you'd say. I don't know now. I'm quite
0: scared. I don't know. I think we need to Google that, and because and that's quite a big event in itself. But, yeah, we need to figure out what's the biggest crowd you've been a part of. But I suppose this is the biggest crowd that we've been a part of that is all moving and running in the same direction, right? Yep. Um, have you considered the possibility... That we might not do this. Have you thought about the potential for
1: failure? What is in not finishing? Yeah, I did before I ran fifteen and a half on four pan of chocolates.
0: Again, if you go back to the pan of chocolates, <laughs> I worry that that's what you're fixating on.
1: Well, I figure uh, with what you just said with Mo Farris, diet, though, if I can do it on four pan of chocolates, then hopefully it means I can just do it full stop.
0: Well, I do gen. I want to say that I do genuinely believe you can do it and I do think that you can run 15 you can run 21 and I do think you've got this in your locker I genuinely believe that and I do think that what a lot of people have said that the the power of the crowd and the support from people cheering you on will carry you through I think that's probably what will happen for for pretty much everybody I don't know it just made me think when he, when I saw the bridge I just thought oh yeah what if I think about me personally here if I'm not able to do it. Hmm. But if I eat four pan of chocolates, then I'm guaranteed to win.
1: I mean, I know finishing is the main thing. I do worry you will be waiting a long time for me to finish.
0: Well, we need a strategy, don't we? Because we could potentially just try running together. Then there's no waiting,
1: is there? There isn't, but you will literally be walking next to me. I, mm. I, I I get in my pace and I can just go that's my thing but the problem is that pace is not as fast as yours
0: but that's my you're, you're talking about how I run a 5k running a half marathon I'm going to have to go sensibly and slowly aren't I
1: yeah but yeah, still not that slow
0: <laughs> how do we find each other at the end If we if uh, we get separated how do we find each other at the end
1: um, you loiter around the ambulance service.
0: <laughs> I could just have a picture of you sell tape to my chest and, somewhere.
1: Yeah, and St John's will find you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm sure it'll be OK. I can just. I'll come
1: do... and look for the first pizza
0: place. Yeah, because that, that's where I'm going to be. And uh, I would imagine I'll be already on pizza too by that point. I would imagine because I think once we've run this, we have a we have a bit of an excuse for a certain period of time to eat whatever we want, don't we? Yeah. Um, have oh, you gosh. mentioned to your good lady that we are going to go to a big uh, trainers event on the day before the Great North Run? Nope. Are we going to go and keep it a secret? Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, it feels like that's potentially very dangerous behaviour.
1: Our motivation.
0: Yeah, it's all motivation. It's all
1: motivation,
0: isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, What are you wearing? You're not wearing the Dog's Trust cool, sexy T-shirt anymore, are you?
1: No. um, I trained in it, think it'd be good, and it's... It it attracts flies. It's colour, we will say. The key colour attracts those little midges. Yes. And...
0: That's the last thing I want on the day. Is <laughs> it, you it swearing and away little mid? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a great look, is it, really? No. Um. Okay.
1: Are you wearing headphones?
0: It's a brilliant question, that, because... Th- the instinctive answer is a hundred percent yes, and and the second question I would add to your question is, what's that going to be that we listen to as we go round? But also, I do kind of want to hear at least some of what's happening around us. That,
1: that's why you need to invest in the fancy headphones.
0: Right? Are these the what do you call them? They've got the word bone in them, haven't they? The ones you wear. Yes. Yeah.
1: bone condensing. Something bone like conducting.
0: So will they allow me to hear music and real
1: people? Yeah, they don't go in your ear. They go alongside. They sit on the bones next to your ear. So you can hear traffic and people. Hmm. Because everyone that... does say the atmosphere is amazing, which I'm not disputing. But I can't picture running for that length of time without something. What will you be so listening the moment, to? It could be an audio book at the moment. I've got really into my audio books again. Yeah. So it could be an audio book. In which case, would, to your dis, dislike, it could have to be Andy Circus reading The Hobbit. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't do that myself, but I, I recognise that you would enjoy that. Uh, and, and how long is that? Is that the length of a half marathon? It might be. Yeah. Oh,
1: let's have a look. Um, but I am listening to the True Blood books at the moment, and if I haven't finished
0: them, then it'd be nice to continue a series on. Yes, because then you're kind of comfortable, aren't you? You know where you are.
1: That's it. The Hobbit, Andy Circus. It gives me a window of ten hours and twenty four minutes,
0: which is roughly the time that it'll take us to complete the Great go- <laughs> right North Run, it? so that should be ideal. Okay, well. I don't know, uh, th- there's karaoke along the way, by the way This is in the guidebook, this is the thing that stuck out on me from the guidebook There is a point okay. where, there's a the place that does Naughty's anthems To keep you going And there's a little kind of pit stop thing that does uh, Run a karaoke If you fancy singing to entertain Everybody <laughs> at the Great North Run
1: I think me singing would be entertaining
0: <laughs> I think it's all going to be entertaining, isn't it? Um Right,
1: so... It'll be interesting to... see. So you've got me thinking what North's anthems it'll be. I'm sure Mr Brightside's going to be on there a lot.
0: I was just about to say, it'll be Mr Brightside on a loop. Yeah. Um, Mo Farah's top tips for running the Great North Run. Keep going back to Mo Farah, because I really want to bump into Mo Farah, right, on the day. Mo Farah, his number one tip is go out, go out there, enjoy it, be yourself. Good advice, in it?
1: Yep. Everyone does say to enjoy it, which is what's also stopping me being mega nervous, that everyone, no one goes, oh, God, it's an a marathon. Everyone says, it's a great day. From all the people who have done it, we've spoke to. Uh, no one says, yeah. oh, God, it's grueling. I've not heard that. So that's helping me.
0: I think that's actually really important, that people do say that. People do say it's very enjoyable. I would love to do it again. Have a great time and enjoy it. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody say, yeah, it's a nightmare, because it probably isn't, is it? Do you find that when you are running a long distance, um, it's a bit painful and there's a point that you reach where it isn't?
1: Yes. Um. Oh gosh, <laughs> sorry. Um Yeah, I get to a point where I think, oh my like, oh I can't keep doing this. It's it's getting I've peaked, it's too much or like I need to stop now, but then I kind of if I excuse me, if I slow down only slightly or something, not walk, but if I slow down slightly or if I just if I get to a nice, a nice stretch and it pushes me forward, and then eventually that just disappears, and yeah, I kind of just am able to plod at my pace and keep going. Oh, that's what I found when I did the fifteen and a half the other day. The only reason I had to walk at the very end was because it is literally a massive incline at the very end. Which want
0: the best thing. Yeah, and then this is another thing that's been pointed out to us, that the Great North Run has a couple of slight inclines. Yes. Now, the word incline, I think, makes you feel scared, but the word slight means that everything's going to be OK, it's fine. Yeah. That's, that's what uh, I think. That's the hope. That's the hope. Uh, get out there, enjoy it, be yourself. Next time I see you, Matthew, will be the day before the Great North Run.
1: Well, which uh, we need to sort out, to be fair. Which means what? We need to sort that out, really, don't
0: we? I say what, at this late stage of the game, there is still so much we need to sort out. When did we start sorting this out? I've got a feeling it was last year.
1: I feel like it was October. That seems I about right. feel like right. quite early on. Because I remember, were we not waiting for the ballot to open? for a while and then
0: all of a sudden the ballot opened, I feel like at 10am at some point. That sounds right 10am was always the time when things happened we were waiting for the ballot to open ballot opened, we stuck our names in the hat and then I think February time names were drawn out of the hat Yeah. and here we are it's now August, it will soon be September it's been nearly a year's worth of undertaking to to reach a, a goal of well, it's getting that medal around our sweaty necks, isn't it? That's,
1: it is indeed.
0: <laughs> and then wearing that medal possibly, I don't know, at least a week, two weeks, something like that, I think we get hero points for, for some time, don't we? Hope so. Hope so. I uh,
1: hope that's uh, how it'll end. It'll, uh,
0: it'll end in glory. I know it will. I know it will. Right, okay. Is there anything else you wanted to talk to people about? Mm.
1: <laughs> can't think of anything off the top of my head.
0: Okay. It's so close. It's so close, it's within touching distance. It's, yeah. Yeah, I kind of hope, because the reason I say this is because there's, I'm in front of a window and there's a lot of sun shining through the window. I really hope it isn't a really hot day.
1: Yes, yeah, especially with starting at 11. So for me, that would be like 12 o'clock midday sun will be like only a third of the way in, seven, eight kilometre mark. Yeah. So tw- 12, well, I say that it starts at 11, but doesn't it mention there could be a long way or someone's warned us there could be a. So might not even have hit the 5 k mark by 12.
0: I bet that's a good atmosphere, though, the bit where you're kind of waiting to get over the start line. I bet that's quite nice.
1: Yeah. My biggest worry, actually, of the day, more than completing it, is access to, like, water.
0: Water and toilet facilities.
1: Do you think you might need to stop on the run? I hope I not. Don't. That would really annoy us. No. Yeah, but definitely drink I, I need to endlessly have since I bought like a running bottle it's like the most important thing on a run for me
0: I think I think they have to provide you with water along the way and I think that there'll be other things like people handing out jelly babies and, and things that will make everything okay right? there, there yeah. definitely has to be water yeah surely which will help a lot Yes, it will. Yes, it will indeed.
1: Right, Matthew, Researching whether to carry... Although you've just said handing out like jelly babies, that might work. Researching whether need to carry like jelly babies or these sports gels with me, because I've never tried them.
0: I really don't think you should try anything first time midway through a half marathon. I think that could backfire. Yeah. Literally. Um, Yeah. So I think... I mean, by all means, try them now.
1: Yeah, I, said, I just I can't decide if I need them or not.
0: Well, I mean, that probably tells you that you don't, doesn't it? I think as long as you've yes. pre-loaded with four pan of chocolates, all should be, all should be well.
1: And a bottle of Lux-Aid.
0: And a bottle. Of, do people still drink that?
1: It's sugar-free now. Is it? Oh, there is a sugar-free version. Yeah.
0: Wasn't it just liquid sugar though? So if it's sugar-free. The energy must come from somewhere else that isn't sugar then.
1: Yeah, but I
0: don't know what. We could just chug a couple of cans of Monster and run like hell. Nope. Nope? <laughs> nope I mean, that, it,
1: it could be really nice. I've never actually had it.
0: Hey, this could be the weekend that we finally, uh, we finally try it.
1: That's
0: it. I think that, yeah, again, that's a recipe for disaster. Right, Matthew, for coming this far, maximum respect, superb job we are inches away from the start line of the great north run after all these months of planning it that in itself i think you already deserve a medal
1: mm. <laughs> we we'll get there we will get there I- And I've certainly done more than I ever
0: would have if we hadn't agreed this. I mean, that's really important, isn't it? The the idea that we behind us agreeing this is to keep us both going, really, to make sure that we were both running. That's the whole point of doing Educators Running Club in the first place, as well as everything else, is to make sure that we don't stop running. (laughs) Uh, And you haven't. And I think fair play. Yeah. Let's take it to its logical logical conclusion. Oh, blimey. Right, I'm going to go have a lie down. (laughs) I feel a bit nervous now. Um, Right, uh, thanks, Matthew. Thank you, Paul. See you soon. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Right, there we are then. That's possibly our last ever interview with Matthew before the big day of uh, the Great North Run. When we first started this endeavour last year, as, as we mentioned there, I remember kind of thinking about what it might be like to get to this stage of proceedings what it would be like to be kind of on the edge of taking on this very big challenge because it's all it's all very well talking about it hypothetically when you're you're nearly a year away um but as we are now staring something scary right in the face it's a very different beast indeed isn't it um I remember thinking what will it be like in those weeks directly before the race, will there be nerves, of course will. The will there be concern? Yes. Um, will there be questions? And there's, there's still lots of questions. I, I think I was really thinking, at what point might we consider backing out? I think that was in the back of my mind, this idea of not doing it. And as, as it stands, as we speak now, neither of us are considering doing that. We're both instead very much looking ahead to the to the day itself and I'm very happy with that and Matthew seems happy too he's got his race number I've got my race number now by the way it arrived just after our conversation finished we been brilliant you know narrative wise for it to arrive in the middle of it but it came just after so we've both got our race numbers and I think we're both happy that we've got about oof, 80% of things organized um, and the rest of it we will get organized we'll get it sorted out. Cause in many ways, many ways, the preparation, the journey to the run is more important than the run itself. Um, I still want us to do it, obviously. I think it's a very important thing to do, especially for Matthew. I really want that sense of achievement for him that will come from doing this. Me too, of course, but especially for him. And I think it's very important that he gets that. I think it's something for us to remember. Um but I think the process is key as well. It's like it's like Miley Cyrus says, isn't it, it's not about how fast you get there, it's not about what's waiting on the other side, it's the climb, Um, Miley's a brilliant pop star, I'm so sure that she knows what she's talking about, it's about the climb, and I think we're approaching the peak of that climb, the high point, if you like, and and that, my friends, is why I asked Matthew about the possibility of failure, because it's been something that's been hovering in the shadows of this enterprise from the beginning, the idea that, well, what if we can't do it? What if we have to stop? And it still might happen to either of us, live on television in front of thousands and thousands of people. And I think we have to allow that idea to creep in a little bit. I think we have to allow that thought to come out of the shadows so we can acknowledge it, tell it to do one. Because we are going to do it, touch wood. Uh, I just read Nick Cave and Sean O'Hagan's book Faith, Hope, and Carnage, which is a bit of a masterpiece. Really, it's a long-form interview where Sean O'Hagan asks Nick Cave about the important subjects: uh, music, religion, grief, in particular the the grief that came when Nick Cave lost his son Arthur relatively recently. It's a wonderful, wonderful read, full of inspiration, full of hope, and. It was interesting to read about how Nick Cave puts a record together, always starting with a blank page. And when he starts with a blank page, with nothing on it, nothing creative happened as yet. He still gets anxious at the beginning of that process. Um, still makes him nervous to begin. This late in his career, and and he talks about Nick Cave talks about the bravery of creativity, the idea that being creative, the creative act is brave because it comes with the potential for failure. There's a potential for what you do to fail and for it to fail in public. By the way, I'm not comparing myself and Matthew to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds uh, here. Um, They're one of the most important artists of the... Well, ever, really. And me and Matthew are two idiots who are running a bit. Um, But I do get what he's talking about. I think it's important because we could have kept this... Great North Run idea well under the radar. That would, be my, that would have been my inclination a couple of years ago. We could have entered the Great North Run and not told anybody. We could have kept it a secret. Because if we'd done that, there would have been no risk of failure there. But I guess the idea behind making it public, making it part of Educators Running Club, including this podcast, of course, was to embrace the idea of potential failure. To remove that safety net in the hope that it would make us both work, stick stick at that work, and then the success that would hopefully follow would maybe be even sweeter if and when it arrived. Um, I guess we'll see if my idea was a good one on the 10th of September, won't we? If you think about what we've done, and obviously I'm aware that I say this as a man who hasn't done the race yet, but if you think about it, the thing that we've planned to do was an act of friendship, as an act of love, as an act of trust with potential failure coming along for the ride, well, you can apply that to anything in your life, can you? Anything you want to do. I think it's a key element of the Educated Running Club, this idea that whatever it is you do or you want to do, plan for it, enjoy it, do it with a mate, take other people along for the ride, record it, document it, embrace the idea that it might go wrong and do it anyway. So as the ERC moves forward, we move forward to the Great North Run and beyond the Great North Run, and we, we really do thank you for coming with us. Um, nearer the time, you can expect a big bumper episode of this podcast. That'll drop around the time of the race um, with our thoughts and feelings before and after. Um our thoughts beforehand may well be we're very nervous our thoughts after may be why is breathing so difficult um, those kind of thoughts and feelings, but we'll see you on the other side, um, we'll come to the end of this season of the ERC podcast and then we'll do something slightly different but we've got. To, I'm very much aware, we've got to get there first you can get there with us of course you can be with us every painful step of the way uh, educatorsrunningclub.com um, you can go onto Strava, please do this if you are uh, interested in running and recording running and being celebrated for the running that you do, get yourself on Strava, strava.com slash clubs slash slash ERC VRC. Best way to get in touch with us, best way to keep up to date with stuff is on Twitter at WeAreERC, all kinds of quality items available on there. As long as Twitter is still called Twitter, it might be called X, it might be called I don't know, who knows, by that point, but it, hopefully it'll still be uh, a thing that's ongoing and we will still be a part of it. Um, you can donate some money to the Just Giving page, which again, I um, can't remember what it's called, but I'm sure that is the link in the description of this podcast. That's it for now. Um, I'm going to get some training done. That feels like quite a sensible idea, doesn't it? Until next time we are together, please do take care of yourselves and each other. In a bit, athletes...